At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk about the election in November. And and what I mean is how to prepare for the election in November. Um, A lot of people uh, are putting out videos and doing podcasts and everything on like the coming election. You know how we always hear this is the most important election of our lifetime. And, you know, it's always such a big, you know, the end of the world. And, but I think that it's pretty likely that no matter who wins, we're going to see some kind of unrest and, and different things we need to prepare for, depending who wins the election. And it's funny because I was doing a little research and I'm watching some videos on YouTube and I'm watching these guys and they're like, yeah. You need to make sure you buy a bunch of lighters before the election and duct tape. And and I'm like, really? That just sounds like horrible advice. Yeah, um, that, that doesn't sound like a, I mean, it was like basically, what you should be focusing on. Everybody was like, yeah, get stuff for a bug out bag, you know, or or like that. And it, it just doesn't add up to me that that's the immediate threat that, you know, you need to be worried about right now. Um you know, you guys know that we think that having a bug out bag and that kind of stuff and, you know, having your stuff organized is a great idea. And we think it's something you should plan for. 
but I don't think it's what you're going to need on November, you know, second or whatever the heck it is that that's election day, November third. I think this year. I don't know. Anyway, yep. whatever it is, I don't think that's what you know you need to to prioritize. Um, and it just kind of sounded ridiculous and foolish to me. Um, you guys know now. Actually, I do think having your get home bag might be in order. Um, just something that might buy you time to get home to your house if uh, you end up with you know riots or protests in the street or some crap like that. Then I kind of think you know, hey, that's that's not a bad idea. But to act like you're gonna just need to flee to the woods, what all of America is just gonna be fleeing to the woods and. Uh, there's going to be no homes or civilization available to, you know, get stuff, supplies from. That just sounds Yeah, ridiculous. but you're going to be okay because you'll have the duct tape and the lighters. And the lighters. So, damn, if you can't live under a little teepee uh, or lean-to shelter that you're, we're going to teach you how to put together. That just, I don't know. It, it didn't sound like it added up to me. But, you know, whatever, to each his own, right? So, what I was thinking is... You have two different scenarios. I think we're going to have a different outcome depending who wins the election. Um, yeah. Now, I, I didn't even really consider what happens when uh, Joe Jorgensen wins because I think, you know, people just lose their freaking minds. Uh, that, that would be the end of the world right there. That might be when we all need to flee to the woods because people just go insane. Um, but... She probably make cocaine legal. So, you know, she's got that going for her. Um, That's something. That is something. Now, a lot of people actually seem to be under the impression that our president is a a dictator. And that if we got, like, if Joe Jorgensen won, then immediately she can just create laws out of thin air because that's what dictators do. So I actually don't really see that playing out. I see things leaning in a more libertarian direction if you had something like that. So, again, probably the least likely of the uh, possible outcomes, but definitely a possible outcome. Um, then, uh, Then you have Trump. Now, if Trump wins, I don't know if you guys know this, but Trump actually makes some people angry. I, I know. Yes. I know. It's hard to believe. People get a little bothered by him. People get a little like worked up and and screaming and eyes bugging out of their head and yelling and that'll be civil war. Have you have you seen this video all over uh, Facebook or whatever where the girls like if he nominates somebody, it's going to be civil war. That's going to be the end of it, you know. And they start freaking out and you know it's just it's over the top. Um, yeah. Actually, I think, uh, you know, by the time this episode airs tonight, I think we're going to have the nomination should be uh, chosen, whoever it is. I think they're leaning towards that that one girl. uh, uh, What the heck's her name? I was watching videos on her last night trying to check it out. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I think her, I I don't know. I think her middle name is Coney. I I don't know. Like Joan or Joanne or I don't know. I should have done more research on that one. But it was late and I'm tired and whatever. So anyway, the uh, I think you, you run the risk of riots, protests, disbelief, and disruption coming if Trump it, what, wins. So basically, 
you know, my parents were asking me, you know, what, what do you do if, you know, if Trump wins or if actually they were just worried if Biden wins, like if Trump wins, everything's cool and, and we don't need to worry. And I, I think you're going to have more of an immediate concern if Trump wins than you are if Biden wins. Um, so basically, with Trump, I think that you're going to have, one, a lot of anger out there. I think, two, you run the risk of, you know, the riots and, and the protests, you know, you know, the peaceful protests being a lot more prevalent. Um, and I think, you know, obviously this stuff depends where you live. You know, if you live in Seattle or, or Portland or, you know, L.A. or New York City, you're going to get a different reaction than if you live in, you know, Kentucky or something. Now, if you live in Nashville, you might still get that wild reaction. You know, who knows? But, you know, it, it just really depends where you are and how much you need to take this seriously and prepare for. But I think it's very realistic that, when you start having lots of riots and protests, then and people are upset and angry and, and don't trust their government, um, you know, this will disrupt your food supply. This will disrupt you going to the grocery store. You're like, oh, you know, well, I just need to go out and get toothpaste or, you know, we're almost out of toilet paper or whatever. I just need to run out. You don't want to put yourself where you're forced to drive into, you know, a bad area. And, and that's what you need to, you know, think about. That's how you prepare for Trump winning. You plan that for three months or whatever, you might not need to make those extra trips out to the store. Um, you know, do you have your medication? Do you have your, you know, just get your stuff topped off. Make it so that you can decide when you go out or where you go and whatever, instead of letting, you know, crazy dictate the terms of, oh, you're desperate. I have to go out because I need to refill my medication and I forgot about it. Or, you know, oh, you know, we have no more uh, cereal and my kids demand cereal in the morning. You know, without the lucky charms, it's the end of it. And that kind of thing. You know, you need to prepare a little bit. And just plan ahead. And honestly, having a three-month supply of things is not a bad way to be living your life in general. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's something as preppers uh, a lot of us talk about and, you know, talk about being important. Um, on the, you know, now, so I have, you know, you want to have, you know, if, hey, if you can get your concealed carry workout worked out before then, you know, if you're in that final stages or stepping up, you know, get that worked out, maybe pick up the, the firearm, whatever. The other thing I would think about is, and again, this depends where you live. You live way out in the country, probably not a problem, but honestly, you might want to step up your game a little and think about it. But I would say, kind of think about like home invasion. You know, the, the McCloskeys or whatever, even though they came across as pretty crazy, um, you know, they didn't think that mobs were going to be walking by their front door. You know, you didn't plan for that, right? Mm -hmm. um, that That's not something they would have considered a week earlier or something, I imagine. You know, otherwise they probably bought their house in the wrong neighborhood. Um, you know, I mean, hindsight, now they're already seeing that. You know, when sometimes... 
the anger turns towards, well, you guys have rich wealth and privilege and all these things, and it's not fair, so I'm going to come to your neighborhood where you wouldn't expect to see these kind of things. You know, because mm-hmm. typically when we see riots and stuff, you know, people uh, end up destroying their own neighborhood and the angry ones are always the poor ones. And, you know, it just ends up being a mess and a vicious circle. But I have seen that they're getting more and more organized and people are, you know, hey, why don't we go to where they are? And they're starting to put these things together and you need to be able to protect your house. You know, having your house set up in an appropriate way. Um, I'll try and put up the uh, maybe the home invasion episode or something like that. We have a like, you know, securing your home, uh, some stuff like that. You know, maybe I can bring one of those out of the archives, one of the classics and see what we can do there. But basically having your house secure, you know, start keeping your doors locked. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Um check all the windows, you know, go around, do a little quick check. Hey, you know, is everything kind of secure? And then, Hey, does my house look like a target? Um, you know, that kind of thing. Am I inviting trouble? Uh, you know, do I have a sign out there that's like antagonize, you know, that that's not the way to go. Uh, no, there's nothing wrong with, you know, supporting who you support. And I'm not saying you should hide in shame and, and not have a flag or, whatever. Although, you know, all day, I think if you have an American flag out front, people know who you're voting for, you know, um, that's kind of fucked up, but I think you're right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just, what, there's like an 80% chance. I think if you're flying an American flag, you're voting for, well, I would say Jorgensen or, uh, or Trump, but you know, who knows, you know, who knows? Um, so, but that kind of thing, you know, just be aware like, <laughs> Hey, you know, my firearms, I know where they are. I know they're secure. I know my wife knows how to get to it. I know that, you know, whatever, the the stuff on the property, I took care of things that, you know, look like easy targets and things that invite trouble. These are the kind of things you should be doing to prepare for a Trump win. Um, you know, I, I don't know so much that I have big fears of what he's going to do to the economy or anything like that. You know, the economy's hit pretty hard. I mean, right now, things are tough with COVID, right? I mean, we have, you know, not as many people working. A lot of people aren't getting as many hours at work still. And things are coming back, but they're not the same as they were. And right. this is taking and- a toll. This is something you have to prepare for. Not necessarily a November thing, but I think you can expect that no matter who wins, we're going to still have a slow recovery from all this. And I know you're probably not hurting right now, but things might get progressively worse a little bit before it gets better. So that might be something to consider, Um, financial, food supplies, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed, uh, you go to the lumber store, I think we mentioned this the other day, you know, and, and wood is like triple what it used to be. And right, easily. it's, there's a lot of specific items that are way up. It's not like we're seeing inflation across the board, but things that people use or the end result we use, the prices are mysteriously jumping up. You know, a lot of things that you know, I'll put in my like wish list on Amazon 
And I'll be like, yeah, I want to get that. And then I go back like, you know, three weeks later and all of a sudden the price is like, you know, 30% higher. And I'm like, fuck, mm -hmm. you know, I should have bought that. And it, right. it's hard to believe. And it's not everything. You're not seeing it across the board. You know, chicken feed was still good when I went to buy it yesterday. Everything was good in the world. I'm like, all right, give me a bunch of bags, you know. <laughs> but but there's certain things that you go and hit and you're like, damn, you know, that really hurts, you know. Right, right. And I think it's it's worth uh, recognizing that some people that have been out of work for a long time and don't see a prospect of a, a new job coming up, you know, are getting a little bit desperate. You know, when people are in hard financial times, their morals get a little, little uh, looser, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. We're seeing that the real estate actually, um, houses in the country and land are going way up in value. Have you seen this? Or at least even if the prices aren't going up dramatically, they're selling out like instantly, like there's nothing right. on the market. But as far as getting out of a crappy city, people are all about it, you know? Um, yeah. Now, I am noticing some guns are starting to come back on the shelves. That's a, a positive direction. Um, the downside to that is there's still no bullets for those guns. But, you know, you can't have everything, right? You know, but, and that's the thing, to be like, hey, go get a gun and ammo, which I got to say, you probably still can get, you know, 20, 30 rounds, you're just not going to get your thousand rounds. And when I say get those, you're going to have to, you know, hoof it to the stores. They're not as easy to find online. Although I got to say a lot of the defensive carry more expensive rounds, I, I do see still available. Um, so, you know, you need to uh, see what's available and, and, you know, stockpile appropriately. I mean, that's the way it's all going to, you know, work and you just keep moving in that direction. So on the flip side of the coin, you also have Biden, Joe Biden. There is a possibility that this guy might win and become your president. And you'll be like, well, not my president. And then they'll be like, yeah, you're president. So, you know, that's a thing, right? So that's something you have to prepare for. Well, typically what I see um, Republicans and stuff don't typically run out to the streets and protest and block traffic and smash cars and, and do things like that. I mean, that's something, you know, you need to worry about if Trump wins. Uh, but I don't think that's really a thing when Biden wins. So what do we need to prepare for if Biden wins? What happens, Kevin? Well, I think a lot of people are already planning on this election, uh, you know, claiming fraud during this okay. election here. So I think you have to worry about a lot of people, you know, maybe, maybe people just being upset and thinking that democracy doesn't work. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That, uh, uh, you know, distrust of, of the election being fair and being balanced and being, uh, you know, like your vote actually matters. Right. I think a lot of people might be upset about it. You know, even if, even if Biden wins, you know, very legitimately, they still not, might not, buy it as as being a you know right or vice versa you know right, or, both. or trump winning and oh, oh that's not right that's not I, I haven't met a single person who likes trump so there's no way he could have won legitimately you know and that's that's right. the kind of thing right. and you can you know you can get in that echo chamber with you and your mm -hmm. your friends there 
and believe, you know, everybody I know is voting for Biden. I don't understand how Trump won and, and vice versa. You know, everybody right. I know is a Trump supporter. Well, you know, you got, you know, you got your friends and y'all talk about the same shit and y'all maybe think the same way. But, um, you know, I know a lot of fucking uh, weirdos and hippies that are are, you know, planning on voting in all sorts of crazy pl- ways that, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't even expect, you know. Right. And that's it. You know, a lot of people just keep their mouth shut because they don't want to. You know, if you're in a room filled with people who are pro-Trump, people who are pro-Biden aren't going to speak up a lot of the time because they're like, oh. So you might have, you know, five loud people in the room and eight people in the room, but those other three guys are just going to keep their mouth shut, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, one way or the other. And so you just need to, you know, be aware that, you know, nobody really knows. It, it's that's that's how we were so surprised in the last election, you know, because right. everybody hangs out with who they hang out with. And then it's like, well, what? There's other people out there and, and they're just not speaking up. So, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win the election. Um, maybe Kevin will give us his official prediction at the end of this. And, and I'll throw something out there, too. But damn, I mean, as far as a, a real guess that you know, I have a good insight. I don't know. It's just a mess out there. It's a total coin flip in my mind. But, right. you know, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit at the end here. But so Biden, in my mind, I see taxes going up. I see yep. industry getting hit. I see Democrats pushing a hard, uh, um, a hard uh, back on the uh, – you know, no oil production and no, you know, I, I don't think they're just going to ban drilling for oil, but I think you're going to have cutbacks and restrictions like we did under Obama. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, but gas went way up under Obama, you know, and, and that's part of their policy. I know out in California, they're saying that they're going to ban the production of gas cars by 2035. Well, that sounds far away, but it's not that far away. And right. You know, I mean, these kind of things are going to affect the cost of things. I'm not saying it's right or wrong or whatever. Well, I think it's wrong, but it's irrelevant whether it's right or wrong. It's just the point is it's going to affect the cost of things. And you need to be aware of that and start to prepare for things like that. No, that's not the only thing. Obviously, your electricity, your, you know, everything. Um, In New York, we had uh, nuclear power for our electricity. And that helped keep the prices stable and things worked out for a long time. And then, you know, everybody decided, hey, even though it works out really good for the planet, you know, the the possibility of a catastrophe and damaging the planet that way, you know, is still there. And because people are afraid of nuclear power and don't really understand it, although there are some legitimate risks that come with terrorism and stuff like that, but in a normal world, it's pretty safe. But anyway... There are some concerns, and with that, you know, they shut it down, and then the electric bill goes way up, you know? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, things that – and the thing is, you can take some hits. You know, everybody's got a little cushion in their budget, but not everybody has a big cushion in their budget. So you need to be aware of that. You know, like how much can I handle, and you need to start preparing for that. You need to start – you know, um, making, taking the steps to prepare your family. And even if that's, Hey, I'm going to kind of streamline my expenses. 
I'm going to, uh, you know, maybe cut out the, the extra channels on Amazon that I'm paying for that I don't really watch, like, you know, having, uh, you know, Showtime with it or HBO because you, you got stars to watch some TV show and then now you don't even watch it anymore. But you're like, oh, $7 a month. I don't really give a shit. I don't bother to make that phone call or, you know, click on right. it to change. Whatever. Think about streamlining your budget. Um, think about maybe how you can use less electricity, how you can make your house a little more efficient, do things, um, you know, and these are just good advice anytime, you know, these are things you might want to plan and steps you can take to make things better. But, uh, you know, you need to, uh, start thinking about that. Um, also obviously the big, uh, you know, thing in the room for preppers is, is guns, you know, your guns and ammo, but I got to say, if you haven't done your planning now, it's almost a little too late. Uh, right, you know, right. There's if not you're stocking much... up on, yeah. If you're stocking up on ammo now, you're you know you're paying an arm and a leg. Same thing with uh you know same thing with firearms. And I don't think it's any kind of uh, secret or any kind of mystery what uh, Joe Biden's you know opinions on guns are. Um, I think that we really would have to worry about you know, some serious restrictions coming from the federal government, which uh, we haven't really had to deal with in a long time. And uh, it's just something to keep in in your mind. You know, I know that, uh, like Chuck was saying, if you haven't stocked up already, you're probably in trouble. But, you know, the truth is, if you haven't stocked up already, now would be a time to do it, even though you're going to be paying an arm and a leg. Right. No, and that's true. I mean, just, you know, sometimes, you know, if you have... 20 rounds for your AR 15, then you know what? Spending the six or 700 bucks or 550, whatever it costs to get you a thousand rounds. I mean, honestly, like Optics Planet or some other places I've seen, they'll let you order at the reasonable price that they have, which I say reasonable at like 55 cents a round or something. But you can buy a thousand rounds. They just don't have it in stock and they'll ship it when they get it that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. At least they're taking the back orders and stuff. So you can kind of lock in at the price. Now, again, Trump wins, things start changing, but you got to remember, there's a lot of things affecting the ammo price besides who's going to win the presidency. Um, So it's still going to take some time, but right. You know, if you're out there, whatever, I mean, you know, guns and ammo, whatever, do what you got to do. That's up to you. And, and that's like a personal decision, but if you're not down for having guns and and don't have a way to work that out, you may also want to consider, um, you know, well, what are my alternatives? You know, what kind of things can I have? You know, they, they talk about like, Oh, well we'll keep shotguns legal and, and we'll keep revolvers because a lot of them are like, Oh, any semi-automatic weapon. Well, damn it. That's like every pistol out there, you know? Right. Um, That's like every every handgun. handgun. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, these things matter and, and maybe you add a revolver because if they made that decision, all of a sudden revolvers are in demand, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, there's always something that, you know, you can look ahead to what's coming. And that's, you know, I mean, I, I, I didn't do this episode to be the uh, soothsayer or whatever, you know, who's going to predict the future. But I think that you need to, you know, be aware of it. Um, a lot of stuff you're going to find, you know, I, I think you run the risk of, of somebody, you know, you, you put uh, a lot of these Democrats in control. I think you run the risk of a lot of free speech going away. 
Um, you're already mm-hmm. seeing it with like uh, Facebook and different things as far as they're, you know, limiting people. And what I mean is that they basically say it's hate speech. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff right. that we consider speaking our mind becomes hate speech. You know, um, you know, there, there's, you know, I, I feel like I can still get my point across and whatever without, you know, violating terms or whatever. But just the same people have to think about how they phrase things and whatever. And I feel like that's only going to get worse in a Biden presidency. Um, right. Cause it's not just Biden. I think honestly, I feel like Biden is very, I mean, the commercials he's running, I don't think say this, but I think he's kind of a middle of the road kind of guy. I don't think in his heart, he's that much different from Bill Clinton as far as policy. I think he's very mm-hmm. different than Bill Clinton, but I think his policy is very similar in his heart, but I think that the party is dictating and I think he's old and just kind of goes with whatever and whatever's popular. Cause I think he's a guy who wants to be in charge so bad that it doesn't really matter. You know, right. he just, in I order agree. to be the man, he's going to do what the party wants to do. And I think that's where you end up with this. And I think that's, you know, risky and, and, you know, could really have negative outcomes um, yeah. For our lives, and I think it would be a, a real shock to me if Joe Biden is even still alive in two years. You know, he looks like he's on his way out. Now he's talking about his health, obviously, as far as you know, taking care of himself and being 102 years old or whatever he is. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, now it's funny because Trump uh, always, you know, is making the jokes about. Biden's age and Trump's damn near just as old. I think they're within like three years of each other. It's yeah. I think Trump is 74 and, and Biden is 77. Yeah. And I both mean, of not, those way too goddamn old. You know what I mean? Right. No, that that's right. You know, there's not, they're both old and you know, whatever. And if somebody wants to make a convincing argument that Trump has all his faculties and has the sharpness of a young mind, I, I think you might have a hard time making that debate. Although, you know, whatever, to each his own, right? Um, But, you know, bottom line, you need to prepare either way. You need to start, you know, thinking about having your house in order. And that's basically kind of always what prepping comes down to, is putting your house in order. You know, if you have your finances under control, if you don't have out of control debt, if you don't have an empty kitchen cabinet, you know, pantry, whatever, if you have your things in order, then, you know, if your property is taken care of, if you squared away those home improvements so that you're not going to be desperate if the economy turns down, you know, you have things in order, you're not going to be in as desperate of a situation as somebody who doesn't have their house in order. And that's always what prepping comes down to, you know, is Mm -hmm. keep moving in that direction. And, you know, that's what this show's about is kind of helping everybody get, you know, take the steps to keep moving forward. And I don't mean this one episode. I mean, our whole podcast, you know, we kind of, it's all about getting your own life in order to have the life that you want so that when surprises and changes come in the world, you're not thrown by it, you know, that it doesn't knock you on your ass. So I don't know. That's what I got with that. You know, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network.
Thank mm-hmm. you.